1: On today's Smart 7, Rishi gets ready for his big speech. Speaking McCarthy gets the sack and lots more. It's Wednesday the 4th of October. It's World Animal Day and happy birthday, Stacey Solomon. The Smart 7. It's news, but not funny. news. Tuesday saw day three of the Tory Party conference, and still no answer to the riddle of Rishi and the HS2 line. With no decision announced in advance, it appears that the PM will propose changes to the HS2 plan during his conference speech on Wednesday morning. It will most likely mean the Midlands to Manchester line being scrapped and new projects for transport in the northeast. But on Tuesday, Rishi was still refusing to actually admit to any decision, even under pressure from ITV's Robert Peston.
0: Most people know that I'm across the detail of things. I do things properly and carefully responsibly and sensibly that's how i approach things but i'm also willing to do things that are bold that are different as you saw on net zero
1: he insists he's been cautious and practical and he's trying to fix broken politics and do things in a new way but former chancellor george osborne is hoping that the cabinet can still convince rishi to go ahead with the hs2 project and cautions that big projects cost big money
0: i think it'd be a great tragedy to cancel hs2 is the biggest leveling up project the country has got, and in the end, if you want to make long-term decisions, that includes huge investments in infrastructure like HS2.
1: Apart from Rishi flip-flopping on HS2, the Tory conference had some disturbing rhetoric from the stage. With Nigel Farage in attendance and conversations about whether he would or wouldn't rejoin the Tory party, the whole affair had a definite UKIP feel about it. The Home Secretary, Suella Braverman, warned of a hurricane of mass migration on the way to the UK, attacked the Human Rights Act and mocked the luxury beliefs of liberal-leaning people. She also indulged in some transphobia, as did Health Secretary Steve Barclay, who made a point of criticising gender-neutral language from the end. NHS and announced a ban on trans patients from male and female only hospital wards. He also had a good old go with the British Medical Association as the doctors and consultants strikes continued.
0: The militant BMA leadership whose strikes have resulted in countless cancelled appointments and pose a serious threat to the NHS's recovery from the pandemic. Their consultants and junior doctors committee are relentlessly demanding massive pay rises even if that means diverting resources from patients.
1: And of course, it wouldn't be a Tory conference without attacks on Labour leader Sir Keir Starmer. Michael Gove won the weirdest attack award with this little number.
0: Sir Keir Starmer is the jellyfish of British politics. He's transparent, spineless, and swept along by the tide. Under Sir Keir, Labour is the party of equivocation, procrastination, prevarication, but it is never prepared to stand up for our nation.
1: There was warnings on Wednesday that NATO countries are running out of ammunition to send to Ukraine. NATO's most senior military official, Admiral Rob Bauer, called for Western countries to ramp up production and to commit to the 2% of GDP for defence spending that NATO membership requires. The worries come as American support for Ukraine appears to be wavering as Republicans continue to wrestle over government spending and an impending shutdown. There was no good news for the Ukrainian side either as MP Lesia Vazilenko, who made an appearance at the Tory conference in Manchester, explained. To Kate Burley, with a cold Ukrainian winter rolling in, time is running out for a significant breakthrough. And you only have like another month to go before another month or so before the cold and the winter settles in, before we can, uh, before we will have to actually pause until the springtime. And this is the sad news for us, and I think not just for us, but all the countries that are supporting Ukraine right now. Donald Trump was back in court on Tuesday as part of the civil fraud case against him brought by New York Attorney General Letitia James. He's highly offended that his prized possession, Mar-a-Lago, has been valued at just $18 million. He claims it's worth over a billion. His remarks inside court got him a warning from the judge in the case. Things weren't going well for Republican House Speaker Kevin McCarthy either. He lost his position as Speaker on Tuesday night. That's the first time in history it's happened and he lost because eight right-wing Republicans voted against him. It's not clear what happens next, but McCarthy was outraged by the events.
0: If you throw a speaker out that has 99% of their conference, that kept government open and paid the troops, I think we're in a really bad place for how we're going to run Congress. seven, double disappointment in the Champions League, and Arnold is back. Right after this. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring.
1: The Champions League was back on Tuesday night with Arsenal and Man United both in action. United were hosting Turkish side Galatasaray while Arsenal travelled to France to face Lons. It was a pretty bad night for both teams. Arsenal lost 2-1 in France, leaving them with just one point from two games. For United, it was a 3-2 loss, leaving manager Eric Ten Hag's men bottom of their group with two losses and no points. But he was standing by his team. And it's not only one making such an error. It's as a team, we make such errors and so you don't win the game, and which was totally unnecessary because, as I said, we were twice up, so you are in control of the game. And then you don't expect uh, this outcome. The US late night talk shows all came charging back this week, competing to see who could do more Donald Trump jokes and have the biggest guest star names. The best joke of the night was probably Stephen Colbert, who said, I checked the calendar and we were all fair for 154 indictments. Jimmy Fallon managed to avoid mentioning his apology over toxic workplace accusations. And Jimmy Kimmel, won biggest guest, with an appearance from former California Governor Arnold Schwarzenegger, who had an amusing story about the time he took road repairs into his own not inconsiderable hands. The city would not respond at all. <laughs> we got the asphalt and we started fixing it. The bottom line is, it doesn't help when you sit out there and complain. The question you always have to ask yourself is, what do you do about it? And it's
0: done. And it's and done. now I tell you, it's the best fixed hole, the pothole <laughs> there is. That's a man of opinion. <laughs> that I can guarantee you.
1: There's a new four-part series on the way to Netflix based on the Pulitzer Prize winning novel All the Light We Cannot See. It's been developed for TV by Stephen Knight a Peaky Blinders fame and it tells a story of Nazi-occupied France back in World War II from two points of view. There's a blind French girl who gets her hands on a radio transmitter and a young German forced to fight for the Nazis who's trying to track her down. All four episodes drop on November 2nd. Darkness lost. Darkness Not lost. Not for
0: one second. When you
1: You turn on
0: the light, I know that broadcasting could get me executed, but I will not be silenced. You've been listening to The Smart 7. We'll be back tomorrow at 7am. Hit that follow button and have a great day. Give us seven minutes and we'll give you the world.